Good evening, everybody, from Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium in Washington, D.C. It's time again for Yankee baseball and tonight's game between the New York Yankees and the Washington Senators. The Senators have given the Yankees more trouble this year than any other team in the American League. The Yankees have won but five while losing 11 to Washington, including last night's 4-2 defeat to the combined pitching of Bill Gogolevsky and uh, Joe Grisenda, with Grisenda getting the win when Gogolevsky had to leave the ball game, raising a blister on his throwing hand. And Stan Bonson was the starter and loser in the ball game for the Yankees. Tonight, Mel Stottlemyre will try to slow down the Senators, <clears throat> and he'll be opposed by left-hander Jim Schellenbach. The only team in the American League Schellenbach has been able to beat this year is the Yankees. He has won three, he has lost ten on the season. Against the New York Yankees, he's won three, and he has lost two. And it's amazing how uh, one pitcher can sometimes uh, get a grip on a ball club. The Yankees have been able, though, to uh, defeat Schellenbach. In fact, uh, they put it to him the last time that he pitched against them. It's a good evening for baseball here in Washington. The crowd looks like it may be just about the same as it was last night. And there's a big drive on here right now in the Washington Daily News to fill this ballpark for the final game the Senators will play here against the Yankees tomorrow night. And uh, that hue and cry has been taken up by several of the uh, radio stations and a couple of TV stations. Bill White, it's going to be interesting to see just what does happen tomorrow night. The, uh, the whole uh, theme of the uh, thing is to get the ballpark as full as possible and then at the end of the seventh inning, or at the middle of the seventh inning, I guess, get up for the seventh inning stretch and the fans are going to be asked to boo owner Bob Short so loud that he'll hear it wherever he is. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Short is not going to be here in this ballpark. <laughs> I don't know where he's going to be. He might be down in Arlington, Texas, but he isn't going to be here. But they do want to show, the Washington people want to show that they can support Major League Baseball, and they're being asked to come out tomorrow. I personally don't think too many of them will be out here. I don't think it's going to be uh, that big a crowd, but probably a larger crowd than uh, we had at first thought. Well, the umpires have come out for the home plate meeting with the managers, and uh, Bill White will be back with the starting lineups in just one minute. One day in 1840, a three-masted schooner sailed into New York. On board was a young man from Wetzlar, Germany. He'd set sail with just a dollar in his pocket and an old family recipe for a new kind of beer. His name was Maximilian Schaefer, and the beer he introduced to America was Schaefer Lager Beer. It was aged or lagered for many weeks to give it a unique lightness and quality. Today, Schaefer is still unique, with flavor that never fades, first frosty glass to last. It's the one beer to have when you're having more than one.
Well, looking at the lineup, Norris Clark will lead off for the Yankees and play second base. Rusty Torres will play right field and he'll bat second. Bobby Mercer returns uh, in his fight uh, for Tony Oliva for the American League batting title. Bobby will bat third and play center field. Royal White in left field will bat fourth. Felipe Alou will be at first base and he'll hit fifth. Batting sixth and playing third base, Ronnie Hanson. Catching and batting seventh, Jake Gibbs. And the shortstop and batting eighth, Gene Michael. And pitching and batting ninth, Mal Stottlemyre. I'll be back with the uh, Washington Senator lineup after this. Let's pause now. This is the New York Yankee Baseball Network. Let's pause for station identification. This is your guy, High Agents. Join me for your kind of music weekdays, 3 to 7, here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. The Washington Senators will line up this way behind uh, Jim Sellenbach. Del Unser will lead off and play center field. Toby Harrell will play third base, and he'll bat second. Larry Bittner will play first base. He'll bat third. Batting fourth and playing left field, Frank Howard. Batting fifth, the youngster, Jeff Burrows. He'll play right field. Bill Fahey will catch, and he'll bat sixth. Jim Mason, the shortstop, will bat seventh. Tom Ragland will be at second base, batting eighth and batting ninth and pitching. The left-hander, Jim Schellenbach. As Horace Clark steps in, stepping in here behind the mic, Frank Messer. Okay, Bill, thank you very much. Horace Clark steps in. He'll be batting right-handed against Schellenbach. Schellenbach, big left-hander into the windup. The first pitch of the ball game. Curveball is over for a call strike, and this game is underway. Bill Fay, whom we have not seen before, behind the plate tonight for the Senators. Clark is batting 248. He swings and he misses. No balls, two strikes. Bobby Mercer has his work cut out for him as he uh, will try to nip Oliva for the batting title. The 0-2 pitch. Curveball is over. Strike three is called. Clark on three pitches is out on strikes. Plate umpire tonight is Lou DeMuro. At first base, Jim Odom. At second base, Jake O'Donnell. And at third base, Jim Honachin. Here comes Rusty Torres. Torres a switch hitter batting right against Schellenbach. Torres had two for four last night. Batting 4-12. Based on seven for 17. His first pitch on the ground is short. Flagged down by Mason. Over to first base for Larry Bittner takes the throw and there are two down. Jim Mason throws out Rusty Torres. And here comes Bobby. Mercer is hitting 331. He went one for four last night. Prior to last night, what was it, Bill Kane? Seven for 12 he needed, so that leaves six for eight he must have. Four for four. Bobby has had one four-hit game this year. He went four for five once. He bluffs a butt and takes a strike. There have been 18 times this year when Bobby Mercer has had as many as three base hits in a ball game. Once four. He hits this one on the ground, left side, deep short. Up with it, Mason again. Bobby running hard. He's out in a close play at first base. And the side is retired. They just got him by a half a step down at first as Mercer was digging for all he's worth. The Yankees go down one, two, three, nothing across. And at the end of the top half of the first inning, the score, the Yankees nothing and the Senators coming to bat. 
Here's good news for folks who use rental trucks or trailers to move their household furnishings or for miscellaneous hauling jobs. U-Haul dealers now honor Bank AmeriCard and Master Charge cards for local and one-way rentals. No cash deposit is required. And you can include furniture pads, tow bars, and other moving aids, too. Cargo insurance included on trucks and trailers. And if you're planning a move soon, stop in at U-Haul for a free copy of the U-Haul Moving Guide. It shows how to plan your move, how to pack, and how you can save money. Remember, with U-Haul, you can move now and pay later. Just use your Bank America card or Master Charge card at your nearest U-Haul dealers. Apples Golf, 640 Pauling Avenue, Troy, O'Brien's Atlantic, 112 Broad Street, Waterford, McCabe Shell Service, 670 Hoosick Road, Troy, or consult the yellow pages for the U-Haul dealer nearest you. Well, Mel Solomon-Meyer now taking his warm-up throws to Jake Gibbs, and to set the Yankees for you defensively, Felipe Alou will be at first base, Horace Clark at second, Gene Michael at short, and Ron Hansen down at third. The outfield, Roy White in left, Bobby Mercer in center, and Rusty Torres in right. Catching Solomon-Meyer will be Jake Gibbs. Gibbs with one more game left before uh, hanging up that number 41 after 10 years in the Yankee organization. He'll go down. He'll be number one, I guess, in Mississippi, at, that, uh, at least for his baseball uh, club. Jake, I think, is pretty much looking forward to that, Frank Messer. Yes, he is, and uh, Jake uh, says there's a lot of work involved. He is behind a little bit right now in his football program. He'll get there late. He said it'd take him uh, two or three weeks of working, 18, maybe 20 hours a day, just to catch up with his paperwork in there. But he said once he gets organized, uh, things will settle down. And, of course, he won't uh, be into actual coaching until next spring when it's uh, time to uh, start working out the baseball team. They do work out in the fall down there, but they don't play a fall schedule. And Jake said they would work out without him this fall because he has to devote all his time to the football recruiting when he gets there. Dell Unser leads off, playing center field left-hand batter. Mel Stottlemyre winds and deals, and Unser takes inside ball one. Unser is hitting 256. He went one for four last night. Good speed, good arm. He runs up to butt and takes a strike. Count evens up at one and one. I saw this kid Unser in batting practice. Practice that little stroke he had last night. Some way he can hold the bat that he can pop the ball over the pitcher's head. Now, of course, that's in batting practice. And with Salomar throwing a sinker, it might be a little harder to do. He did uh, pop one like that last night for his base hit. Swings away and pops this one up. Foul down the third baseline. Hansen is calling for it. Hansen is there and he makes the catch. Hansen better than halfway down to the plate when he pulled that one in and very well over in foul territory. Unsworth out, one down, and it brings up the third baseman, Toby Hara. Hara's hitting... Uh, Two for four in this series, and on the year 224, he's been up 100 and uh, he's been in 125 games. He's been up 375 times with 84 hits. He's a right-hand batter. Saddlemeyer winds and deals, and he is just a bit high, I guess. Looked like he had the plate. Lou Demuro, the plate umpire, holds his hand up, signifying time is out. Now it's back in as Harris set. Saddlemeyer's next pitch. 
swung on and fouled back into the upper deck. One ball, one strike. Speaking of the upper deck, I noticed uh, Frank Howard was asked uh, about the baseball operation here. And he said, if, well, he said, if I owned the ball club, he said, I think I can make it work. He said, I'd close the upper deck and save those cleaning costs, put a fence up in center field and raise the fences in right and left. Pitch is lined out of the right center field, and Torres has to play it on a bounce. It's in there for the base set, and Harris on. Frank Howard said that he would also shorten the distance between the plate and the stands, bring the people closer to the ball game, and concentrate on trying to get 20,000 people a game to sit in here where they could see it. That's food for thought. Well, you know, you look out there, people out there in those center field upper deck, I'm told, pay $2 for those seats, and they are well away from the action in this ballgame. It's a big ballpark, and the fans are not that close to the action. Of course, they don't want to sit right on top of it, but I'm sure they'd like to be a little closer than they are here. Howard at first base, and Larry Bittner, a left-hand hitter, steps in. Throw to first base, Howard gets back. Felipe Alou playing first tonight for the Yankees. Larry Bittner is batting 257. He has 43 base hits. 15 runs batted in. The runner goes. The pitch is taken. The throw to second base is high, and he's safe. Jake Gibbs forces Michael into the air to take the throw, and it's a stolen base by Toby Haas, and the pitch was taken for a strike by the left-hand swinging Larry Bittner. So the Senators go to a running game early here, and they have a runner in scoring position now with one away. Stolen base number 10 for Hara. One strike pitch. Swung on and missed by Bittner. The outfield is spread out on Bittner. Deep and right, deep and center. White straight away and left. Infield shades him just a step or two to the first base side. Stretch by Stottlemyre. Checks the runner over the right shoulder and delivers. Pitch is popped up foul outside of third. Hanson in pursuit. He will not have a play. Ball comes down in the seats. No balls, two strikes on Larry Bittner. Did Frank Howard say anything about getting some major league ball players when he mentioned his other ideas? He said there were some major league ball players he didn't think should go to Texas, including himself. Hmm. He'd like to stay here, huh? He doesn't want to stay here, but he wants to go to another ball. 0-2 pitch. Hit in the air out of his left field. Coming hard for this White. Still coming, still coming. On the dead run, can he get it? One-hand catch just in fair territory. And he runs it all the way into third base. Roy White had to come a long way for it and got it just before he crossed the foul line and a one-hand grab. Uh, Frank Howard said he'd like to be traded. He said he doesn't want to go to Texas. He wants to play ball. He said he thinks he has another two or three years Anyway, he wants to play with an established club, and he would prefer to play with a club closer to his home in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But his feeling on this is, he said, let him take a young ball club down to Texas, let it grow up with a new territory. He said, don't take us, uh, he said, don't take me. But take some of the younger players down there. Let me go somewhere else. He's up here right now. Big man hitting 277, lines the first pitch to left, Roy White. Makes a diving trap of it. The run scores. White came up rolling, holding the ball up. But he does not argue the call by second base umpire Jake O'Donnell, who raced out there to take a look. White dove for it, 
Trapped it on a very short hop. It's a single for Howard, a run batted in. And for Frank Howard, his 81st RBI. He has hit 25 home runs. He says he doesn't think he's had that bad a year. He said, of course, I've had better years. But he said a lot of people have had worse. Senators break on top one to nothing as Howard drives in the run from second base with a line single to left. And here is Jeff Burrows, the right fielder. He's a right-hand batter. Takes a pitch low, ball one. Burrows is hitting 237. Five home runs, 25 RBIs. He's been in only 57 ball games for the Senators. Alou holding on Frank Howard at first base. Big man takes a short lead. Now Alou jumps back, and the pitch is swung on and missed for a strike, one and one. You know, they're going to like Hondo down there in Texas. Frank Messer? He's Texas-sized, I'll say that. Yeah, it's called Hondo. Isn't that a Texas name? I guess so. Next pitch here. Check swing, and it's over for a strike. Breaking ball from Stottlemyre, one and two. Senators leading one to nothing. The running game cashed in for the run. Harris single stole second and scored on Frank Howard's line single to left. That was just off the glove of Roy White. This pitch has bounced foul down the third baseline. In between Felipe Alou and Nellie Fox, both of them bent down. Neither one came up with it. Now Nellie's saying, that was your ball, Felipe. And Alou said, oh no, that was your ball. A ball and two strikes, two outs, hard at first base. Stottlemyre comes set at the belt, kicks and deals, pitches in there for a call, strike three, and the side is out. But the Senators take the lead with one run on two base hits. There were no Yankee errors and a man left. At the end of one, the score, Washington one and New York nothing. Here's news for baseball fans who can always get to the game to cheer for their favorite players. Participating Arco dealers are bringing the players to you. You can get glossy autographed color photographs of your favorite Yankee stars. Red Sox, Pirates, and Philly stars are also available. There are 12 big 8x10 photographs of the top players from each team. The player's biography, his averages, and other vital statistics are on the back of every photograph. And all 12 are yours for just $1. Or get all 48 for $4, which may be the best deal you'll ever get in baseball. More important... Next time you have to miss a game because someone wants you to mow the lawn or paint the hall closet, you'll still have your favorite team or teams around to root for. Drive down to a nearby Arco dealer today and ask for your order form. Your full-color photographs of 12 Red Sox, Yankee, Pirate, or Philly stars will be mailed to you direct. But do it now. A once-in-a-season like this isn't going to last forever. Well, Roy White uh, will lead off with the Yankees here in the top of the second. Washington has jumped off again uh, to a lead, early lead, which they have done, it seems, against the Yankees uh, every game that played them, uh, Frank Messer. Seems like they have it on the scoreboard awfully early, Bill. Roy White established a new uh, American League record when he hit his 17th sacrifice fly in this ballpark last night. He's up there right-handed against the southpaw Schellenbach in the first pitch to Roy. Curve is foul back, strike one. Roy White hitting 290, 18 home runs, 83 runs batted in. He is second to Bobby Mercer in most offensive categories. Leads him in one, and that's in triples. White has seven, Bobby has six. 
Next pitch to him, another breaking pitch, hit in the air to shallow center field. Coming hard is Unser, and the ball falls in for the base hit. Unser couldn't get it through to first base, and he's safe in a close play. Roy White made a big turn around first base, and he was almost thrown out by Jeff Burrows, the right fielder. It was Burroughs who picked the ball up after it fell in between Unser going, uh, coming in and Raglan going back. Raglan gave way to Unser, and Unser just couldn't get to it. It's a base hit for Roy White. Burroughs grabbed that ball and fired it into first base where Bittner got it, swept for the tag, and White slid back just under it. Felipe Alou now, over one last night as a pinch hitter, drills one in the air, foul down the right side, and it is just into the seats in the first row. Felipe Alou got off to a slow start this year with the Yankees, but now he's hitting 283. 131 base hits. Eight home runs, 67 runs batted in. Felipe, his wife, uh, Beverly, and the two uh, youngsters will be leaving for their home in Atlanta. He bounces this one to third, and it is over the head of Toby Hauer. Out into left field for a base hit. Roy White digging for third. The throw goes into second base, and the Yankees have runners on the corners. Felipe Alou chopped that ball to the left side. He bounced it over Hauer's head. He shuts up. Tommy Mason going in behind Hauer. Couldn't get it either. The ball bounced through into left field, and Roy White running hard goes into third. Runners at the corners. Ron Hansen now. Ronnie went over four last night. Veteran playing for the injured Jerry Kenny. Swings on the first pitch, pops it up on the right side of the infield. This will not get the run in. Raglan, the second baseman, makes the catch. Back about three steps in the right field grass. Hansen is out, and there's one away. Jake Gibbs now. Jake could be playing his last game for the Yankees tonight. Gibbs is hitting 218. And the first pitch from the left-hander is swung on and missed. Breaking ball, sharp breaking pitch from Schellenbach. What a heck of a farewell present for Jake Gibbs. And here against the left-hander Schellenbach. You know, I saw Musial with his last at bat against Maloney. Maloney struck him out a couple of times. This pitch is lined back up the middle, and it is smothered by Ragland. He flips to Jim Mason. They've got a force at second. White scores, and the Yankees tie it up. But a fine play by Tommy Ragland as he dove to his right, smothered the ball. He came up hurt. The trainer running out there, he came up with the ball and flipped it to Jim Mason at second base to force Felipe Alou. Roy White dashed across the plate, and the Yankees have tied it up. Ragland appears to be okay. He came down very hard, it seems, on his uh, right shoulder. Well, they're checking him over, and he appears to be okay. Gibbs is credited with a run batted in. Bill White, that was quite a play by Ragland. That ball looked like it was going to get through into center field. He went a long way behind the bag, dove at it, and grabbed it. And uh, although he evidently hurt himself, he had enough wits about him to get the ball to Mason. And he got the force out. And that possibly saved a run because uh, the guy would have gone on to third base. Okay, Gibbs is on. Two are down, and Gene Michael, the batter, hitting right-handed, swings on the first pitch and drills it through it on left field base hit. Jake Gibbs 
Takes second and holds on as Frank Howard throws into third. Gene Michael wasting no time jumping on the first third. And that was base hit number 101 on the season for Gene Michael. They're talking about Gibbs getting that curveball in a farewell. I remember unusual uh, with uh, Maloney. Maloney told all the reporters about how much he admired Musial, you know, as a kid and seen him in high school. He throws him a spitball, strikes him out first time up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> first pitch to Mel Stottlemyers, hitting the out of left field, coming hard, Howard lumbering after it in foul territory, can't reach it. The shortstop, Jim Mason, was as close to the ball as was Frank Howard, deep down the left field line in foul territory. Neither one could quite reach it. And Mel Stottlemyre is still alive. No balls and a strike. Gibbs goes back to second, Michael back to first. Stottlemyre, with a 178 batting average, shows 16 base hits. One home run, 11 runs batted in. Stottlemyre have to say is the Yankees' best hitting pitcher. Pitch time is low for a ball, one and one. Stottlemyre with 16 base hits. Stan Bonson has 12. Nobody is close to Mel and runs but it in as far as the pitchers are concerned. He gets another pitch down. Low ball, two, it's two and one. Score is tied one to one. Jake Gibbs at second, Gene Michael at first. Two balls and a strike to Mel Stottlemyre, right-hand batter. Mm. He swings on a bad pitch. And the count is two and two. Stottlemyre was fooled on that one, swung on a pitch down in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. The ball actually hit almost between the mound and home plate. Mel really was going to get that one. He had his mind made up. Now the 2-2. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Stottlemyre strikes out and that retires the side. The Yankees tie the ball game with one run on three hits. There were no Washington errors and two men are left. At the end of one and a half, the score. The Yankees one and the Senators one. You know how it is with that first cold beer. It goes down so easy and it tastes so good. Now wouldn't it be great if you're a second beer tasted just the same, just as smooth and just as bright. And imagine getting all that first beer pleasure every beer through. Man, that'd be some kind of beer. And Schaefer beer is. Schaefer is the wonder you have when you're having more than one. Schaefer pleasure doesn't fade. It's a brand new ball game here in Washington, and when was uh, that the slogan here? Wasn't that the one uh, Mr. Short established when uh, he brought Ted Williams in to manage this ball club? It's a brand new ball game somewhere in Arlington, Texas. Here is Faye, the catcher. First time I've ever seen this young man. He's looking for his first major league base hit, and he looks at a strike right here. 
Bill Fahey batted 285 at Pittsfield in the Eastern League. Swings on the next pitch, bounces it slowly and foul down the first baseline. Strike two. No balls, two strikes. Faye has been up four times. Swings in this pitch. Ground ball deep in the hole at short. Back at it by Michael to throw to first base. The stretch, he's out. Gene Michael throws him out to a stretching Felipe Alou. One down, and it brings up the shortstop, Jim Mason. Mason went uh, one for three last night. The base hit was his first in the major leagues. Left-hand batter. They play him pretty much up the middle. Outfield is spread. The first pitch to him, taken low, ball one. Started to swing and checked it. Mason has good speed, good arm. Hits this pitch on the ground, through the hole on the left side, out of the left field base hit. Hanson to his left, Michael to his right. Neither one could get to it. The ball just skipped through, and that is base hit number three for the Senators. Mason is on with one gun, and it brings up Tom Ragland, the second baseman. Ragland, the right-hand batter. He went one for three last night. He's been up 16 times with three base hits. The pitcher, Jim Schellenbach, will be on deck. He has not yet come out. First pitch to Ragland. It's slowly on the ground, right side. Alou is up with it. Flips to Stottlemyre in time. They got him at first base. Quick reflexes by Stottlemyre made that play. Felipe Alou came up, flipped the ball all in the same motion, and almost threw it over Mel's head. Stottlemyre had to reach high for it and not break stride going over to first base. Pulled the ball in, and they made the play. That's a tough play, both for Alou and for Stottlemyre, because he got the balls just as they were passing. Alou going in toward the mound, Stottlemyre going toward first base. That's that's <laughs> that's a pretty good ball. That's a pretty good play there. All right, Bill White. Jim Schellenbach steps in with a runner at second, and a chance to help his own cause. Takes a pitch low and inside. He's a left-hand batter. Frank, that's also one play a left-handed first baseman I don't think could have made. He would have to try to go to second base because he'd have to turn completely around and then find Sotomayor and throw it to him. By that time, the runner would have been by the bag. Especially a runner as fast as Ragland. Schellenbach swings and misses for a strike, and the count is one and one. Let's see what Schellenbach has done with the bat this year. He's been up 30 times with five base hits, one run batted in. You say the Yankees sort of keeping Schellenbach in the league? Mm-hmm. His three wins this year have all been against New York. Three and ten is his record. One-one pitch. Low and inside. Ball two. Two balls and one strike. They tell me, really, in all uh, fairness to Schellenbach, that he has pitched well against other clubs. Either gone to no decision, lost a tough decision. It amazes me that they don't bunt much on him. He bounces this one off the plate. It's going to come down in foul territory. So he's still up there with a two-and-two two count. Why do you say that, Bill? 
Well, because he, uh, this is professional baseball, and he had a, you, you should say, well, you should feel sorry for somebody, but he did have uh, an accident in Puerto Rico, and his left leg has been busted up, and he can't move. And uh, over in uh, the other league, they butted on him quite a bit, and uh, just simply can't get to the ball. His mobility is, isn't as much as it should be. All right, Stottlemyre will work down again. And he hits this one slowly toward the second baseman, Clark. He cannot run at all as he goes down to first base. Clark makes the play easily, and he is out. Sean back retired. So are the Senators. No runs, a base hit, no errors, and a man left. And at the end of two, the score is New York 1 and Washington 1. If you're going to move, why not do it yourself with U-Haul, as more than 6 million families do every year? Save as much as 50% or more of the usual cost and move at your convenience, not someone else's. U-Haul trucks and trailers are available in a full range of sizes. There's one that's just right for your move. You can rent equipment from your nearest U-Haul dealer and leave it with a dealer in your new neighborhood, even if you're going clear across the country. U-Haul has low one-way rental rates, insurance, guaranteed tires, and free road service, and cargo insurance is included on trucks and trailers. U-Haul has a moving guide that helps plan your move and makes the job a lot easier. Stop in at your nearest U-Haul dealers. Mendetta's Arco, 109 South Main Street, Gloversville. Olson's Rotary Service, 24 Lower Warren Street, Glens Falls. Bellevue Motors Incorporated, 1902 Broadway, Schenectady. Or consult the yellow pages for the U-Haul dealer nearest you. This is the New York Yankee Baseball Network. Let's pause for station identification. This is Steve Fitz, your contact host. Call us weeknights from 8 to midnight. Here on the fresh air sound of Radio 81, WGY Schenectady. The Yankees present the top of the batting order as we go to the third inning. Hoss Clark called out on strikes on three pitches in the first inning. Then Torres and Mercer. First pitch to Clark. Her ball is fouled back. Jim Schellenbach. Bill mentioned him being in the other league. He uh, pitched for the Pittsburgh Pirates over in the National League. He's upstairs. One and one. You know, Frank, uh, talking about Schellenbach, he's made an amazing recovery. They didn't think over there he'd ever be able to play baseball again. His uh, leg was so badly mangled. He delivers high and away to Clark, and the count is two balls and one strike. Automobile accident uh, after the 67 season, I believe it was. Who's that left-hander used to pitch for the A's uh, that had polio? Pitches inside, ball three. Lou Brissy. Lou Brissy pitched with a uh, brace, I believe. Not too bad a pitcher. Three balls and a strike here to Clark. And this pitch is lined to center. Got it up around eye high and out over the plate. And Horace Clark drilled it. That will be base set number four for the Yankees. talking about Lou Brissy. I believe it was a wound, a gunshot wound. That's what Phil Rizzuto said. And Phil said they used to bully him because Phil would bun on him. But that's baseball. <laughs> Rusty Torres swings on the first pitch and fouls it back. Strike one. 
tell you, that's what I'd have to do against that left-hander. I'd have to butt him. Then I'd apologize after I got off well, first base, you know. So I'm sorry. You wouldn't do it, Phil? Don't apologize? All right. No balls and a strike on Torres. Rusty grounded out to the shortstop his first time up. Bobby Mercer is on deck. Clark takes his lead. The look by Schellenbach in the pitch. Lined out toward left field, and Frank Howard will never get to it. It's in for the base set. Horace Clark trots down to second base as Howard wheels and deals it to third. So Torres continues his hot hitting. Four hits in five at bat Sunday off Rolich in Detroit. He went two for four here last night, and now he has a base hit in two trips in this ballgame. Runners at first and second, and Bobby Mercer grounded out to the shortstop, Mason, his first time up. He's done the bulk of that hitting right-handed, hasn't he, Frank? The bulk of his hitting has been done right-handed, hasn't it? Sorry, yes. Yeah. Switch hitter. It's like he hits for a high average right-handed, power left-handed. That's what Torrey told me. He said he felt he was a better hitter right-handed, but he had more power left-handed. All right, Schellenbach deals here. Mercer swings on the first one, fouls it back toward the seats down the left side, deep into the lower deck, strike one. You've got to say now, Bobby Mercer needs a base hit. He wants to catch Tony Olive. He wants it the worst way in the world. Schellenbach's on one time. Here it comes. He squares the butt and takes the bat away from a high pitch, a ball, one and one. Down at third base, Toby Howard plays him about a step back from the infield grass and wide of the line. The shortstop, Mason, and the second baseman, Ragland, are up the middle, hoping for the double play. Over at first base, Bittner is deep. The runners edge away in the pitch. Her ball is lined right at Bittner. He throws the second safe. Clark got back. Larry Bittner grabs Mercer's line drive. And there's one down. Bittner didn't waste an instant. He fired that ball across to Mason, the shortstop at second. But Horace Clark alertly got back. And there's one away. Mercer hit the ball right on the nose, but right at Bittner. Bobby now hitting 330. Roy White steps in, single to center field, leading off the second. He hit a fly ball that fell in, and he takes a fastball, low ball one. White popped one that dropped in between Unser and Raglan. He went to third base on Felipe Alou's base hit, and scored as Jake Gibbs grounded into a fourth. The pitch to him. Strike, letter high on the inside part of the plate, one and one. Roy White, one of the Yankees who will be spending the offseason and winter months in the New York area, will soon be moving into a new home in Wayne, New Jersey. 1-1 delivery. Curveball is hit high and deep out toward left center field. Cruising over there is Unser. He is under it. Clark is tagged at second base, makes Unser throw, and the throw would have been right on the money, cut off by the shortstop Mason, and Clark goes back. Two down. Runners at first and second, and Felipe Alou, the batter. Alou chopped one over the head of Harrod third in the second inning. Schellenbach wants another baseball and gets it. This is only the 15th start for Jim Schellenbach this year. He's been used as both a starter and reliever. 
Comes set at the bout and deals. Alou takes low. Fastball, ball one. Baltimore now leads Boston one to nothing at the end of five innings. 1-0 pitch. Low again. Ball two. Right here, the score is tied. Yankees one and the Senators one in the top half of the third. Two on with two gone. Clark at second. Torrey's at first. Schellenbach shakes off a sign given by Bill Fahey. Gets another one and delivers. Curve is foul back and the count will be one, uh, two balls and one strike. Scoreboard has it one and one. Plate umpire. Lou DeMuro trying to get him to correct it. Two and one pitch will be coming to Felipe Alou. Shelling back into the belt. Kicks and deals. Fastball is bounced this time to the shortstop. Mason's got it. Goes to Ragland. They have the force on Torres and the side is retired. Mason to Ragland to force Torres. And for the Yankees, no runs, two hits. There were no Senator errors and two men left. At the end of the top half of the third inning, it's still the Yankees won and the Washington Senators won. Washington Senators have the problem of their batting order coming up here in the lower half of the third. Del Unser, Toby Howard, and Larry Bittner. Unser popped up in foul territory to Ron Hansen his first time up, and Hansen comes in on the grass to play the left-hand hitter tight. Stottlemyre winds in his first pitch. Swung on and missed strike one. Yankees with one run on five hits. The Senators one run on three hits. Outfield plays him just a step to the left side. He lines this one right at Clark, who's got it. Horace Clark moved a step to his right, pulled in the line drive, and there's one away. And now the third baseman, Toby Harris. Harris played most of the season at shortstop for the Senators. Well, now they're giving him a look at third base. One thing, Frankie looks a lot more aggressive with the bat than he has at any time that uh, I've seen him uh, this year. He's getting the head of that bat out real, uh, real good for Washington. All right, he drilled a base hit to right field in the first inning. Takes high and away, ball one. Then he stole second and came in to score the run on uh, Frank Howard's base hit to left. 
He hasn't. He isn't hitting much for average, but uh, he's stinging the ball now. He takes the stride, but not the swing, and it's called ball two. Stottlemyre and Gibbs both wonder why. Two balls and no strikes. One out, nobody on. Stottlemyre working again. Here's a pitch bunted down the third baseline. It's going to be trouble. Stottlemyre's up with it. Throws past a little. The ball bounces up, and the fan is after it. He can't get to it. Now Torrey's in from right field, grabs the ball. Over behind first base. And out into second base. Toby Harris. He'll get a base hit, and an error will be charged to Stottlemyre. Mel went off the mound to the third baseline, picked the ball up barehanded, hurried his throw to first base, and threw it past Felipe Alou. Rusty Torres really hustled on that play. That ball was nowhere near right field territory. It was just up the line from the first base dugout, and Torres was the first man to get to the ball. Era could have gone on to third base, but he really he slid into second base, and by the time he got up, he had no chance to, uh, to move over to third. Well, the Senators have a runner in scoring position. And Larry Bittner, the batter, flied out to left his first time up. He's a left-hand hitter. White comes in a few steps in left field. Swings on the first pitch line, drive base hit into left center. That will get the run home. The ball gets past Bobby Mercer all the way to the fence. Bittner running hard around second. On his way to third, Mercer's throw into Dean Michael, the shortstop, who raced out to meet it. And Larry Bittner is in at third base. We'll see how they score it. The ball went right through Bobby Mercer in left center field and rolled to the fence. It will be a single, a run batted in, and Bobby Mercer will be charged with a two-base error in center field, allowing Bittner to go to third. The Washington Senators now lead 2-1, and the batter is Frank Howard. The error charge to Mercer is his fifth of the year. Howard drove home a run in the first inning with a single to left. The pitch to him, swung out in line to left field. That's going to be in for the base set. On from third base comes Bittner, and the Senators now lead 3-1. Howard has his second run batted in. A 3-1 ball game. Howard on at first base with one out, and the batter is Jeff Burrows, who was called out on strikes in the first inning. Burrows, a right-hand batter. The Yankees will get the bullpen up. Frank is called on the inside corner. Yankees need a win tonight to assure themselves of no worse than a 500 season. They have 180 and lost 80. Next pitch to Burroughs. Swing and a miss on a fastball strike two. Left-hander Alan Foster is up in the Yankee bullpen. You can hear the fans here, a noisy group as they start to... Uh, kicking their feet, clapping their hands. They want more runs across the plate for their Senators. 0-2 pitches inside. A ball and two strikes. 
big sign out here last night proclaimed the new ball club should be called the Dallas Ducks. Folks here calling them the Lane Duck ball club right now. One-two pitch. Hit deep to left center field. Roy White is there now, makes the catch. And Frank Howard thought there were two outs. He's going to be doubled up. Gene Michael has the ball, throws over to first base, and Frank Howard, thinking there were two outs, running all the way, is easily doubled up at first. That retires the side, but the Senators have taken the lead. Score that play on the double play, That's incidentally. Eight, seven, six, White to Michael to Alou, or 7-6-3. The Senators come up with two runs on three hits. There were two Yankee errors and nobody left on base. At the end of three, the score, the Washington Senators three runs, six hits, and no errors. The New York Yankees one run, five hits, and two errors. We'll take a look at other scores for you right now. Milwaukee at Chicago not yet underway. This afternoon, Oakland beat Kansas City 8-7, so the Oakland A's have won their 101st ball game. The uh, winning pitcher, Bob Locker, 7-2, working in relief. The loser, Ted Abernathy, 4-6. Home runs in the ball game. Uh, Bob Oliver had two for Kansas City, and Paul Shaw had one, but Oakland won it 8-7. Tonight, Baltimore leads Boston 1-0, I think, at the end of 5.5, on a home run by Brooks Robinson, his 20th. Mike Garman pitching for the Red Sox. Jackson started for Baltimore. Tom Dukes relieved in the sixth inning. Minnesota shut out California one to nothing as the young hard-throwing Burt Blyleven climbed above the 500 mark, 16 and 15. Right the loser, 16 and 17. The only run a homer by Rick Rennick, his first of the year. And we'll cover other scores for you as we go along, but right now we're ready for the fourth inning and then to tell you all about it, here's Phil Rizzuto. Phil? Hi, Frank Messer. Thank you very much. Ronnie Hanson, who popped to second base his first time up, is up for the Yankees. They trail three to one. Schellenbach's pitch is high and outside. One ball, one strike. Phil, at the end of one and a half, it's Cleveland one and Detroit nothing. Mickey Lolich going for his 26th win and Vince Colbert pitching for Cleveland. All right, there's a line drive. Foul ball down the left field line off the wall. Well, the Yankees made sure Lolich didn't win his 26th when they beat him 3-2 out there in Detroit behind Fritz Peterson. Clubs now like to knock off those top pitches and top clubs. A ball and two strikes on Ronnie Hanson. A left-handed Jim Schellenbach. Delivers a line drive one-handed by the shortstop. Mason, Yankees hitting that ball on the nose, but not having very good direction. One away. Jake Gibbs was robbed of a base hit his first time up on a diving, sliding backhand grab by the youngster at second base, Tom Raglan. He flipped it to the shortstop for a force play. Saved a big inning that the Yankees might have had. Jim Schellenbach, who's staying in the big leagues because he can beat the Yankees, sends in a strike on the first pitch to Jake Gibbs. A lot of ball players have stayed in the big leagues because they can hit maybe one pitcher or one club very well. Or a pitcher pitches very well against just one club. There's strike two, nothing in two. Shelling back, back in a hurry. Curve bounced down the first baseline through and out to right field. 
Gibbs is around first base and then comes back as Burroughs fires the ball in. And that'll be a base hit for Jake Gibbs. Right under the glove of the first baseman, Larry Bittner. That brings up Gene Michael, who lined a single to left field his first time up. Senators leading 3-1. to one. Boy, they have really had the Yankees number this year. One out in at third is Toby Harrah. The pitch to Michael is a curve hit in the air to center field. Unser digging hard. Coming in, he's under it. Now one hands the ball, bluffs the throw to first, and Gibbs goes back. Unser, a fine defensive center fielder. Two men out here is Mel Stoudemire. Mel struck out his first time up. Gibbs at first with two men out. Normally Mel hits very well down here in the nation's capital. There's a foul off the plate, hit Mel in the hip, strike one. I realize, I was going to say, Frank, I didn't realize how upset big Frank Howard is on the idea of the Senators moving out of here. We were talking about that earlier. He wants to be traded. Yeah. He doesn't want to go to Texas. Wants to be traded to a contender. Wants to go out on top. Schellenbach's curve is on the inside corner strike two call. be a big hero down there. I don't know the dimensions of the fences in the ballpark down there. That pitch just outside a ball and two strikes, but normally when they build a team in the minor leagues, they don't make them too deep. There have been a couple of exceptions. I remember the one uh, the old Baltimore club used to play in before they moved into the new park. I don't think it had any fences. Change up is in there. Strike three called. Stottlemyre called out. Second time, Mel has been struck out. Well, the Yankees, no runs to hit, no errors, and a man left. And at the end of three and a half, it's Washington three and the Yankees one. The village blacksmith was one of the men who built America. He shod many a horse, forged many a plow, and built many a mighty thirst. A more than one beer thirst. The kind of thirst that took more than one cold beer to satisfy. And that's where Schaefer came in. We built a beer for the men who built America. We started practicing on more than one beer thirsts back before most brewers even started brewing. And practice makes perfect. Today, Schaefer has the unmatched quality of flavor that never fades. Schaefer is made for the more than one beer man. Always has been, always will be. Shaper is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Understand, fellas, the new ballpark, or the ballpark down in Arlington, Texas, is a fairly new ballpark. Yes, absolutely. And they have worked together, all three mayors from Dallas, Fort Worth, and Arlington, and it's been a real uh, community project. There go getters down there. Bill Fahey bounced to short his first time up. Michael made an exceptionally fine play on the left-hand header. There's a swing and a miss, strike one. He had some interesting comments. He's 
wondered why the fans and the big shots in the Washington area didn't start this long ago to drive to keep the Senators here. So they waited until Short decided to leave and then all the complaints started coming in. One on one to count. Curve bounced slowly to second base. Clock comes in. Short hops it, throws to first in time. And there's one away. You hear all the noise in the background. Tonight is potluck night here at RFK Stadium in the nation's capital. And everything that's left over, they're giving away. I saw them give away autographed baseballs, bats, pantyhose, caps, helmets. Good night for the kids. Almost every kid here is going to walk away with something. Jim Mason, single left his first time up, takes a curve inside, strike one. You hear that pounding with the bat. Mel's next pitch on the inside corner, strike two call. So Mel quickly ahead of Jim Mason. That's the sign from Jake Gibbs. And his pitch swing and a miss, and he swung when the ball was in Gibbs's glove. He was looking for something, didn't get it, and was completely fooled. Saddlemeyer picks up his second strikeout. Two men are out, and now the batter, Tom Raglan. Saddlemeyer hit him right off the hands. His bat split in half and hit a soft roller to Felipe Alou, who flipped him out. Two out, nobody on. Three to one. The Senators lead. We're in the bottom of the fourth. Saddlemeyer's pitch is a little low. Ball one. Mel rocks back. Kirby checked it, and it's a little bit low. Ball two. Two and nothing. Well, they got another pretty good crowd here tonight. Surprisingly, and tomorrow radio and television and newspapers are clamoring to fill this ballpark and they might just do it. A grounder to third. Hanson has it on one hop. Fires over to first. That's all for Raglan. And the Senators in the bottom of the fourth. Three up, three down. And at the end of four full innings, it's Washington three, the Yankees one. Did you know that you can cut moving costs by 50% or more with a U-Haul rental truck or trailer? Over six million families every year move with U-Haul because there's a size and a type that's just right for a one-room apartment or for the biggest house in town. And if you're moving out of town, you can rent it here and leave it with a dealer where you're going. U-Haul has low rates, insurance, guaranteed tires, and free road service, cargo insurance included on trucks and trailers. U-Haul has a free moving guide that's loaded with helpful hints for self-movers. So stop in for your free copy and make your moving job a lot easier. Beat the high cost of moving. Do it yourself with U-Haul. Spinard's U-Haul and Auto Service, 2212 Central Avenue, Schenectady. Bill's Golf Service, 9 Mohawk Avenue, Scotia. Sowers Service Station, 29 Main Street, Ballston Lake. Or consult the yellow pages for the U-Haul dealer nearest you. Well, I'm with Bobby all the way. I'm the kind of guy that would like to try anything once, but not drugs. No, sir. All right, Horace Clark has struck out single to center as the Yankees try to tie this ball game up. They trail three to one. Toby Harrow way in at third base. First pitch is a change up low ball one. 
Harrah really playing clock shallow. Horace hits the ball fairly well down third. He has himself a base hit. Bounces on the plate and all the way back on the screen. Two balls, no strikes. On deck, Rusty Torres. Schellenbach's pitch is right down the middle. Strike call. Two months. Play clock straight away in the outfield. The 2-1 delivery. On the outside corner. Two balls, two strikes. Harris steps out of the batter's box. Now back in. Count is even. The 2-2 delivery. Ground ball to third. Harris Bowett backed up. Has it. Fires to first. He's got a good arm and there's one up. And now Rusty Torres bounces short and lined a single left field. He is red hot with that bat. This young man thought he was going to get an early vacation. They called him up to play in the Mayor's Trophy game. And Ralph Hogg did not expect to use him anymore, but Bobby Mercer was injured. They called him up. He looks so good. He's going to look and give him a good look. Takes a pitch outside, ball one. The pitch is a curve low. Ball two. <clears throat> the 2-0 delivery. Change up, bounce high, big hop to the shortstop. The throw to first, and it gets off the glove of Bettner, who nonchalanted it. He tags Torres, but Rusty did oh, not make the turn. That's an error charged to Bittner. An easy play, and he was stretching a little too far as the ball took off. And nonchalant at that catch and went right off the tip of his glove, bouncing back at him. So Bittner is charged with an error, and the batter now, Bobby Mercer. Bobby has just missed two base hits, thrown out on a very close play by the shortstop in the first inning, lined hard to the first baseman in the third. One out. Torres at first. Stretch by Schellenbach. Curve just misses outside. Ball one. On deck, Roy White. Schellenbach comes to the belt. Curve is low. Ball two, two nothing. Bittner now moves in back of Rusty Torres down at first base. Got to protect against the line drive hit by Bobby Merson. The 2-0 delivery. Curve low, ball three, three and nothing. I told you Bobby now 0 for 2. Bobby now hitting 330. He cannot afford to make out any more times at bat if he wants to catch or leave it. That's a strike right down the middle. Trails Tony Oliva by seven points. 
a race for the batting crown in the American League. Three balls to strike, one out. Senators lead three to one, top of the fifth. Left-hander sets. Pitch to Mercer. Low ball four, and Bobby's on. Torres moves to second. Mercer to first. That's the first walk by Schellenbach, and this is the New York Yankee Baseball Network report for station identification. This is WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. We have some karate experts in the next booth. And boy, that's a tough sport. I was messing around with one. Boy, he almost broke my arm. They are strong, strong fingers. The pitch is low and the count is even at one and one. People are not always what they appear. No, that's right. I mean, you can be very fragile looking and if you take that karate, Got muscles of steel. The pitch is inside. Two balls and a strike. So the Yankees threatening now. Runners at first and second one out. They trail by two runs here in the top of the fifth. Roy White the batter and Felipe Alou on deck. Torres leads off second. Mercer off first. The stretch and the curve low and inside ball three. So Schellenbach, who's had perfect control up to this inning, just walked Mercer, has a 3-1 count on Roy White. The Yankees would love to finish over 500. They've got to win the next two games to do that. The pitch on the outside corner. Roy had started for first base, thought it was ball four, lifts his head high in the air. Now has a little chat with the plate umpire. But it's a full count, three and two. That karate expert just came in here and I thought he was going to give me a shot in the back of the neck. The runner's going, the pitch is low. Ball four and the bases are loaded. The bases are loaded. White at first, Mercer at second. Torres at third, and Felipe Alou, who single left and bounced to short, will be the batter. Well, the Yankees with a good chance now. Schellenbach gets the sign. Lindblad and Pena. Loosening up for the Senators, a left-hander and a right-hander. A curve is bounced right into the Yankee dugout. Strike one. All three runners leading away. Yankees with good speed on the bases. Curve line back the middle of base hit. This will tie it up. Torrey scores. Here comes Mercer. He'll score. The throw to second, and White just does get back in time. So Felipe Alou coming through with another clutch base hit. Two more RBIs for Felipe. 
as Torres and Mercer score, and the ball game is tied 3-3. Well, Phil, back uh, early in the year when Felipe Alou was not hitting the ball that well and hitting a lot of shots that were being caught, a lot of folks were beginning to wonder. But now he has 69 runs batted in. He'll be up around uh, 286. Yeah, that he will, and uh, he'll be right up to his lifetime average, close to 290. Ron Hansen has popped to second and lined hard to short. Roy White at second, Felipe Alou at first. Only one out. Yankees have bounced back with two runs in the top of the fifth to tie the score. Shelling back sets. White's going. He had a delayed start, and the ball is fouled off. Roy started, then stopped as Raglan started to run over from second base and then took off again. Felipe Alou is not running. So the count is one and one. Hanson swung at the pitch and just did nub it foul. Would have been a good pitch for White to steal on. It was an off-speed pitch. Felipe right now batting 285. Now Felipe gets a big lead at first. White off second. Foul back off the screen. Ball and two strikes. On deck, Jake Gibbs. Yankees have three runs on seven hits. Senators three runs on six hits. Yankees have made two errors and Washington one. Kellen back gets the sign. The one-two pitch change up outside, and the count is even to two and two. Right, Kellen back. Checks Roy White. His curved line drive just foul outside of third, and Hanson split the bat on that one as a curve in on his hands. Count holds it two and two, but Ronnie has to go back for a new bat. Hanson walking all the way back to the dugout. Gets the bat now, running back for the batter's box. Yankees three, Senators three, top of the fifth. Only one out. The Yankees have runners at first and second. Schellenbach gets the sign from Fahey. Comes to the belt. Delivers. He held up on a changeup, and Schellenbach said, where was the pitch? Umpire said inside, and it's a full count, three and two. Now we'll watch for Alou and White. See if they'll be running on a 3-2 count. Left-hander in a jam now. Both runners leading away. They're going, and the ball is lined up. Base hit to left. White will score easily. Alou will go to third easily. And the Yankees now lead 4-3. to three. And Sid Hudson, the pitching coach, is coming out of the center to dugout. On a 3-2 pitch, and the runner's going Hanson hit a bullet between third and short out to left field, which made it easy for Roy White to score the Yankees' fourth run. And let's see, Sid Hudson. I 
has made the move. Yes, he wants the left-hander Paul Lindblad to come in and pitch to Jake Gibbs. So that will be all for Jim Schellenbach. The error by the first baseman certainly did not help him here in the fifth inning. But the balls have been hit pretty well. He's walked a couple of men. And uh, two sharp singles by Lou and Hanson have put the Yankees out in front. So Jim Schellenbach in pitching four and one-third innings has allowed four runs, eight hits. Walked only, uh, let's see, walked two men, and he struck out three. So as Lindblad, the left-hander, comes in, let's take a look at uh, some other scores for you quickly. Still nothing out of uh, Sox Park in Chicago, where the Brewers are visiting. This afternoon, Oakland beat Kansas City 8-7. The Oakland A's have now won 101 ball games. The Baltimore Orioles, if they can hold on to a 1-0 lead, will win their 101st, I believe, uh, Bill King. So uh, the two winners in the American League will not go into the American League Championship Series with identical records, however because uh, Baltimore has four games that were rained out that will not be made up. Oakland has, I believe, only one, and that was against Baltimore. But nonetheless, that should be a very, very interesting series. The National League has not yet been determined. The Pittsburgh Pirates are in, but who's it going to be, the Dodgers or the Giants? We'll know probably after tonight. Minnesota blank California won to nothing. Minnesota got only three base hits of uh, Clyde Wright of California, but one was a home run by Rick Rennick, his first of the year, and that was the only scoring in that ball game. Burt Blylevin got the win. Cleveland leads Detroit two to nothing at the end of three innings as Mickey Lolich, pitching for Detroit, is trying to win number 26. He's opposed by Vince Colbert. Mickey Lolich tonight has a chance to win the uh, strikeout title in the American League as uh, he and Vida Blue both had 301 before Lolich started that ball game tonight. I've got to bet that Lolich will get at least one. Baltimore 1-0 over Boston at the end of 7.5 playing over in Baltimore. Mike Garman, a good-looking youngster pitching that ball game for Boston. Jackson Dukes and now Watt for Baltimore. And the only run so far, Brooks Robinson's 20th home run. In the National League, the Cubs and Montreal scored us at the end of one and a half, and the game's on the West Coast not yet underway. All right, Lindblad is ready to pitch to Jake Gibbs and back to Phil Rizzuto. All right, Frank, and there's still only one out. The Yankees have Alou at third and Hanson at first. They lead four to three, stretched by Lindblad. Pitch to Jake as a curve, a swing, and a miss, strike one. Lindblad has won seven, lost four. Good earned run average, 2.88. This is his 50th game. All right, Lindblad, and a tough jam here. The infield's back in double play depth. It's to Jake, a curve, bounce to first base. Throw to second for one. Back to first, no double play, and another run scores. So that's the second run batted into the night for Jake Gibbs, and both on ground balls that he bounced into fourth place. Jake does have a single in between. He's one for three. That run is charged to Schellenbach. So the Yankees are now out in front five to three. And the batter, Gene Michael, will single a left and fly to center. The moment there, I thought Bittner was going to come to the plate. The ball was not hit hard enough. 
actually to double a left-hand batter. Stretch by Lindblad. The pitch is a little bit high. Ball one. So Felipe Lou is driven in two runs. Hanson one and Jay Gibbs two for the Yankees. Now there are two men out. Curve is in there. Good curve ball by Lindblad. One on the count. Gibbs leads away. Another curve. Hit his bat. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. Gene was trying to get his bat out of the way, and it just ticked it. One ball, two strikes, two up. The left-hander stretches. Fastball, line to left center for a base hit. Gibbs is around second base. He'll go to third. Unser bobbles the ball. Howard up with it. Throws underhand into uh, the shortstop who cuts it off. And Gene Michael comes up with his second base hit. For the Yankees, their ninth base hit. Gibbs is at third. Michael at first. And now Mel Stottlemyre. Mel's been up twice, struck out both times. have their hitting shoes on here in the fifth inning. Well, with a chance to pick up another run. Two out. Runners at first and third. Pitch by Lindblad. Swing and a miss and a curve. Strike one. Michael leads off first. Gibbs off third. Curve bounced slowly to third base. Harris has to wait for it. Fires to first in time. But the Yankees have a big inning. They come up with four runs on three bases. There was one error and two men left. And at the end of four and a half, it's the Yankees five, the Senators three. Here's good news for folks who use rental trucks or trailers to move their household furnishings or for miscellaneous hauling jobs. U-Haul dealers now honor Bank AmeriCard and Master Charge cards for local and one-way rentals. No cash deposit is required. And you can include furniture pads, tow bars, and other moving aids, too. Cargo insurance included on trucks and trailers. And if you're planning a move soon, stop in at U-Haul for a free copy of the U-Haul Moving Guide. It shows how to plan your move, how to pack, and how you can save money. Remember, with U-Haul, you can move now and pay later. Just use your Bank AmeriCard or Master Charge card at your nearest U-Haul dealers. Ruth's American, 1560 Central Avenue, Colony, A to Z Rental Center, 100 Everett Road, Albany, John Irish and Son, Columbia Turnpike, East Greenbush. Or consult the Yellow Pages for the U-Haul dealer nearest you. Paul Lindblad had a brief tenure in this ball game, two-thirds of an inning, because Bernie Allen now will come out and pinch it for him to lead off the bottom half of the fifth inning against Mel Stottlemyre. Mel with a 5-3 to three lead. This stage of the ball game, Phil, can be pretty tough. It could be, and of course, this Bernie Allen 
done exceptionally well against the Yankees when he's playing and when he's pinch hitting. Mel, who took a little time to get a pebble out of his shoe, still warming up with Jake Kitt. These two, uh, Mel Stottlemyre and Jake Gibbs, have developed a very close friendship over the years. Uh, their careers have paralleled uh, greatly. They were together two years, I believe, in Richmond. Came up to the Yankees, have been together here, and have become close personal friends. A friendship that I'm sure will uh, hold, even though Jake uh, goes down to Mississippi, gives up professional baseball, and Mel Stottlemyre, of course, will stay around and continue to be one of the better right-handers in the American League. No doubt about that. I'm sure Mel will go down and visit Jake probably on his way to Florida for next spring. The first pitch to Bernie Allen is low. Ball one. The Yankees batted around last inning. And now Bernie Allen batting for Lindblad takes another curve inside. Ball two. Two and nothing. It'll be Allen, Unser, and Harris. Bernie Allen's hitting 268. He's always tough against the Yankees. And there's a curve over. Strike one, two and one. And he is. Outstanding football player in his college days. Quarterback, he fouls one back upstairs and out of play. Evens the counter, two and two. He's a regular second baseman for the Minnesota Twins. Before coming to Washington. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch by Stottlemyre, low and inside, ball three, and it's a full count, three and two. Yankees and not have an easy game with these Senators. The payoff pitch. Swing and a miss, and he went after a bad pitch. And knew it after he swung. He really reached for a sinker down and away, way out of the strike zone. Third strike out for Stottlemyre. And now Delonta popped to third and lined to second base. Hansen moves way in at third. Felipe shortens up at first base. Even Michael and Clark shorten up a couple of steps with the left hand hitting on two is very fast. Donald Myers pitches over the corner. Strike one call. One strike delivery. Foul back and out of play and the seat's down and back at third base. Nothing into the count. One out, nobody on. Yankees five, Senators three, bottom of the fifth. Curve lined up, base hit to right field. Unser out in front of that curveball. Torrey's up with it. And so the Senators come up with their seventh base hit off Stottlemyre. Brings up Toby Harrow, who has two of those seven hits. Single right in the first, stole the base and scored on Howard's single. Beat out a butt, went to second on Stottlemyre's bad throw. Mel was charged with an error. Scored on a single by Bittner in the third inning. So he's two for two. Hunter leads off first. Stottlemyre's pitch, swing and a miss, and he was trying to go to right field. 
slowing the pace down just a bit. Alou holds first against Unser. Mel ready, throw to first. Unser is back. The pitch is bounced up the middle, and Clark has it throws, but not in time. A bad slide by Unser. He almost broke his leg. He slid very late, and Toby Harris is now three for three on a high bouncing ball over Stottlemyre's head. That Clark came up with, going to his right, he made a good throw to Michael. But Unser slid in. He slid very late. Almost hurt his leg. Almost jumped into second base. He hits now for the Senators, and here's Larry Bittman. Fly to left, single to center. He scored a run and driven in a run. Yankees out in front five to three, but these Senators have been tough on the Yankees all year. Bittner, a left-hand batter. Mel's pitch swing and a miss, strike one. He was trying to jerk one over that fence in right field. On deck, big Frank Howard. Runners lead off first and second. Mel takes a long look in for the sign. Now he's got it. Checks on, sir. Delivers ground ball up the middle. Clock to his right. Backhands. It goes to Michael. One back to first. Double play and a beautiful double play for the Yankees. Horace Clark turned in two sparkling defensive plays there. And on that one, he got the double play. 4-6-3. No runs, two hits, no errors, and a man left. And at the end of five full innings, it's the Yankees five, the Senators three. Did you know your car breathes? Well, it does. And there's a new gasoline at your Arco station that helps your car breathe easy. It's called Arco Supreme. By helping your car breathe easy, it helps solve a problem that's caused by a lot of other gasolines. Arco Supreme keeps deposits from building up in your engine's breathing tubes. That's the carburetor, the intake manifold, and the intake valves. And that's important, because on valves machined to millimeters, it doesn't take much deposit to interfere with your car's breathing. Even a little deposit can keep valves from closing properly and cause you power loss and gas waste. A lot of deposits can mean expensive repairs, like a $125 valve job. By keeping the breathing tubes of your car open, Arco Supreme keeps your car breathing easy. And the easier your car breathes, the more power it has and the less gas it uses. Arco Supreme is at your Arco station now. It's a good thing to know about, because knowing your car breathes easy should make you breathe easy too. Denny Riddleberger. Another left-hander comes on to pitch for the Washington Senators. So, uh, Paul Lindblad pitched to three batters, gave up one base hit, no runs. And now Riddleberger. And uh, how many more left-handers has Ted Williams got out there in that bullpen? Riddleberger's won three and lost one. Shows an earned run average of 318. He's had one save working out of the bullpen, and this is his 57th appearance of the season. So, uh, Horace Clark, Rusty Torres, and Bobby Mercer will be up here in the sixth inning, and Mercer will have to look again at a left-hand pitcher. All right, Horace Clark, who led off 
the top of the fifth inning. Actually, Horace has led off four times now in the ball game in the first inning, in the third inning, and in the fifth inning, and again here in the sixth inning. Horace is one for three, struck out single to center, and bounced to third. Yankees out in front, 5-3 in the top of the sixth. Riddleberger kicks, delivers, high and tight, ball one. Comes a little bit side on this left-hander. Lindblad was straight over the top. Curve hit on the ground, past third base, and let's see, Clark will go for two, I'm sure. Yep, he's around first, digging for second. Howard's throw, not nearly in time. And Horace Clark is in there with a stand-up double. Big hundo on left field. He tries to run very hard. He gives 110%, but he just does not move too quick. That's the Yankees' 10th base hit in the ball game and their first extra base hit. And for Horace Clark, his 22nd two-bagger. All right, and here's Rusty Torres. Bounced a short, single to left, reached on an error. That was the error that started the Yankees' big inning. Pitch to Rusty. Hit to the right side, and Rusty gave himself up, and Raglan throws to first. They get Torres. Torres went with that pitch to advance Clark to third base. And I'm sure Ralph Houck is pleased with that, Frank. Yes, he is. That goes down to Ralph's uh, metal book of pluses for Rusty Torres. And uh, you'd have to think, Bill, that Torres would have an excellent chance of making this ball club next year. Boy, I would say so. All right, Bobby Mercer. Bobby's 0 for 2. Thrown out on a very close play when he bounced to short in the first inning. Lined to first in the third and walked and scored in the fifth. Bobby's chances of leading the American League in batting slowly glimmering away dimming away the pitch to Bobby is a curve outside ball one the infield is in for the Senators trying to cut off a run at the plate Yankees lead 5-3 Bobby has 92 runs batted in and he has scored 93 runs this year well if he gets an RBI here he'll even it up 93 apiece Clark leads off third. Middleburger's pitch, low and outside. Ball two, two and nothing. One out. Clark at third. Left hand to Wines. Curve hit deep to right, but foul. Bobby way out in front of him. All the things said about Bobby Mercer is certainly one of the big things, Bill. Over the last two years, Bobby struck out 203 times. This year, he has struck out with 59, and that is certainly a mark of improvement. Oh, that's a big plus. Tough to have that real outstanding year when you're striking out so often. Some players are able to do it. Like Killebrew and Reggie Jackson. The 2-1 delivery. Just outside, 3-1. Fellow who struck out a lot but had such a fantastic record, the late great Babe Ruth. Three and one on Mercer. 
Bobby will be hitting away if it's near the plate. He takes it low, ball four. So Mercer walks for the second time. This is the New York Yankee Baseball Network. We pause for station identification. This This is WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. All right, Roy White now with runners at first and third. And Roy, who uh, broke the American League record last night for sacrifice flies, getting his 17th, has a chance for another one here. The pitch, but he hits a ground at a second. Raglan flips to the shortstop one, back to first. Safe at first, and the Yankees get another run. That time, Raglan could have stepped on second base and thrown to first. He elected to go to the shortstop, who had to come quite a ways, playing white in the hole. So on the fourth play, second and short, Roy White gets credit for a run batted in. Clark scores, and the Yankees now lead 6-3. to three. Felipe Alou is single twice and bounced to short. Felipe's driven in two tonight. Roy White at first. Pitch to Felipe. Foul. Over towards the center to dugout and in the dugout. Strike one. Ronnie Hansen on deck. Riddleberger delivers. It's high and tight. One and one. That Baltimore, they shut out the Red Sox one or nothing. The pitch to Felipe, swing and a miss on a weird-looking pitch that time. It was a fourth ball or change of pace. Felipe way out in front. A ball and two strikes. Left-handed sets. Curve just inside. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two out. White leads away. He's going. Good jump. The pitch is fouled at the plate, though. Felipe had to protect the plate with two strikes on him. So White has to come back. Frank, that Alex Johnson won a big case against the California Angels. He's going to get all that back pay, less the fines he has to pay. That's right. I was glad to see that. You know what I, You know what was funny to me? Well, here's the pitch to Felipe. Line drive, one hopper to the shortstop. He flips to the second base. Have to talk about it a little later on when we come back. But the Yankees pick up another big run on just one base hit. No errors and a man left. And the score now at the end of five and a half, Yankees six, Senators three. One day in 1840, a three-masted schooner sailed into New York. On board was a young man from Wetzlar, Germany. He'd set sail with just a dollar in his pocket and an old family recipe for a new kind of beer. His name was Maximilian Schaefer, 
and the beer he introduced to America was Schaefer Lager Beer. It was aged or lagered for many weeks to give it a unique lightness and quality. Today, Schaefer is still unique, with flavor that never fades, first frosty glass to last. It's the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Well, Alex Johnson, in addition to getting his money, Phil says he wants to play baseball again. I was happy to hear that, Frank. But what I was uh, saying that uh, in the article when uh, Alex Johnson said that he was ready to play again, he said he had gone to the psychiatrist and he also said, I could teach those psychiatrists a thing or two. He said, they try to read my mind and nobody can read my mind. I know what I want to do and I do it. Did he say that before or after they made the decision? After they made the decision. <laughs> That's what leads me to believe he knows what he wants to do and does it. Here's Big Frank Howard. He's single twice and driven in two runs. Takes a pitch outside, ball one. We all know that Alex Johnson has a talent. He certainly has oh, a talent yeah. for baseball. And I hope that he puts it all to use and plays for a ball club. I would like to see that. There's a ground ball down the first baseline. A lot of English. Felipe picks it up and steps on first for the out. Well, it was strange that uh, Lefty Phillips said he only gave 65% the year he won the batting crown. And if he only gave 65% led the American League in batting, imagine if he did give out 100%. All right, Jeff Burrows has struck out and flied into a double play. Dottlemeyer's curve, a little low, ball one. Yankees six, Senators three, bottom of the sixth. Curve outside, ball two, two and nothing. Duo delivery inside ball three, three nothing. The three O delivery is right in there. Mel laid it right in there. Three and one. Strike two call. So Burroughs was taking all the way. Full count. One out, nobody on. Saddlemeyer with the payoff pitch. High fly, right field. Rusty Torres moving in under. And Rusty makes the catch. There are two men out. Sotomayor has not walked a man, and that time he was behind 3-0 and oh, and still came in with three strikes. Now Bill Fahey bounced to short. Michael making a fine play to throw him out, and then bounced to second. Two men out. Mel's pitch is on the inside corner. Strike one call. One strike delivery, just outside, one of one. 
the attendance 4003, 4003. The 1-1 one, one pitch, slow curve is high, 2-1. Well, that Hurricane Ginger has finally made up a mind and is bearing down now on the North Carolina coast and Cape Hatteras. They're going to have torrential rains tomorrow. There's a strike on the inside corner, two and two. And it will affect the nation's capital on Friday and probably move up to Jersey for a little more rain. They are waterlogged already up there. The 2-2 pitch. Hit in the air to right field. Rusty Torres digs in. He's there now, makes the catch. That kid gets a quick jump on fly ball. Three up, three down. And at the end of six full innings, it's the Yankees six, the Senators three. And now Frank with some scores. All right, Phil. Uh, Milwaukee at Chicago just underway. The Brewers failed to score in the top half of the first. Jimmy Slayton is pitching for Milwaukee and Wilbur Wood going for Chicago. Oakland defeated Kansas City this afternoon, eight to seven. Bob Locker got the win, 7-2, and, and Ted Abernathy, the loser, 4-6. and six. Kansas City had three home runs, a pair by Bob Oliver, his 7th and 8th, and Paul Shaw, number 11. Baltimore shut out Boston 1-0 on a five-hitter by Jackson, Dukes, and Watt, with uh, Grant Jackson, the starter, getting the win. Mike Garman was the loser for Boston, and he pitched a five-hitter. Minnesota shut out California 1-0. Burt Blylevin getting his 16th win, and Rick Rennick providing the game's only run with his first homer of the year. Cleveland leads Detroit 2-1 at the end of four. Lolich against Colbert. In the National League, Montreal 3 and Chicago 2 at the end of three innings. Billy Williams is homered for the Cubs, his 27th. Milt Pappas opposing Steve Renko. Houston at Los Angeles and San Francisco at San Diego will be later starts. So that's a rundown on other scores. Right here, the Yankees have six runs, ten hits with two errors. And Washington, three runs, eight hits, and one error. And ready to step in right now with the play-by-play through the last three innings of this ball game, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Bill White. All right, Frank. Ronnie Hanson will lead off with the Yankees. Ronnie's one for three with an RBI. He's popped a second, lined the shortstop and single to left, driving in a run in the fifth inning. Curveball's driven foul up field, way back there. The mezzanine bounces out. Riddle Berger ahead. Now no balls and a strike. Yankees lead 6-3. We're in the seventh. On deck, Jake Gibbs. Riddle Berger looks in at his catcher, Faye. Pumps and deals. Curveball. Hanson lines at the right center field. After it is the right fielder. Burrows and he catches up with it. One away. Hanson hit the ball hard. In fact, Hanson's hit the ball hard his last three times up. He's lined to the shortstop. He's single to left, and he hit that ball hard into right center field, but Burroughs caught up with it. One out. Here's Gibbs. Jake's only one for three, but he's driven in two runs. Jake batting left-handed against the left-hander, left-hander Riddleberger. Then he's ready. Last ball's high. On deck, Gene Michael. play gives the pull 1-0 pitch curveball swung on and missed balls out of the strike zone Gibbs went after it anyway that Burroughs hugging the line in right field Unser straight away in center 
So is Howard in left. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Gibbs. Sidearm fastballs line to left field. Frank Howard's after it. He has the room now. Backs up a bit and grabs it for the second down. Gibbs lines to Howard in left field, and that'll bring in the stick. Gene Michael. Gene's two for three, two singles, both to left field. He'll bat right-handed against the Riddleberger. Look for a while as though the Senator Jinx would continue. The Yankees picked up four runs in the fifth as Michael takes the ball inside. Let's take a 5-3 to three lead. They added one more last inning, and they lead 6-3 here. Top of the seventh. 1-0 pitch to Michael. Change up. Gets the inside corner. Call strike. 1-1. One one. Bell Stolomeyer kneeling in the on-deck circle. Up to a shortens up just a bit for Michael. Gene chokes on the bat. 1-1 one, one pitch to him. Curveball. Pop the first base. Right there is Bittner. Let's see. In foul territory. He grabs it. We had to wait for Jim Odom. So Michael fouls out to the first baseman, Larry Bittner, and that's it for the Yankees here in the seventh. Three men up and three men down. At the end of six and a half innings of play, the Yankees six, the Washington Redskins. Or, oh, why do I call them Washington Redskins? The Washington Senators, three. If you're going to move, why not do it yourself with U-Haul, as more than six million families do every year. Save as much as 50% or more of the usual cost and move at your convenience, not someone else's. U-Haul trucks and trailers are available in a full range of sizes. There's one that's just right for your move. You can rent equipment from your nearest U-Haul dealer and leave it with a dealer in your new neighborhood, even if you're going clear across the country. U-Haul has low one-way rental rates, insurance, guaranteed tires, and free road service, and cargo insurance is included on trucks and trailers. U-Haul has a moving guide that helps plan your move and makes the job a lot easier. Stop in at your nearest U-Haul dealers. Willie Hooks, Texaco, Route 9W, Glenmont. Ribley and Harpinger, 3702 State Street, Schenectady. And Airways Rent-A-Car, 660 Albany Shaker Road, Airport Exit at Northway. Or consult the yellow pages for the U-Haul dealer nearest you. All right, let's see here. Last of the seven. Washington. They'll send in Jim Mason, the shortstop, Tom Ragland, the second baseman, and probably a pinch hitter for Denny Riddleberger. Stottlemyre looking for victory number 16. Mason's one for two. Singled, and he struck out. That's left-handed. Lines a base hit, the right field, pass Clark. Torres blocks it, and Mason holds at first base. The kid's now two for three. Cut on Stottlemyre's first pitch and lined it in the hole between Alou and Clark. Base hit number nine for Washington, and Tom Ragland steps in. He's 0 for 2. He's bounced to the first baseman. He's bounced to third. Ragland bats right-handed. Everybody down here is talking so much about the Washington Redskins. I say Redskins all the time. Yeah, man, <laughs> this town is alive with Redskin talk. Stottlemyre comes to the belt. He checks Mason. Deals, bounce the shortstop, should be two. Michael in over the Clark for one, back to first, off the bag, but a low picks it up and stays on the bag. And a double play, six, four to three, two outs now here in the seventh. Mincher batting for Riddleberger. And Don Mincher has been announced as a battler for Riddleberger. Stottlemyre out of trouble as he gets Ragland to bounce into two and 
We're looking now at Don Mincher, a big left-handed hitting first baseman. Of course, remember, I think the last time he pinched it against the Yankees with the bases loaded in the Yankee Stadium? Mm-hmm. Grand, Grand Slam. Slammer. Yes, sir. Yep. No chance to hit a Grand Slammer here, though. Nobody on, two outs. We're in the last half of the seventh. Yankees lead 6-3. Mencher is leading this team, uh, the Washington Senators, in hitting. Big left-handers batting 280. Stottlemyre deals to him. Popped up. And short center field. Mercer's in. Michael's out. Michael's in there is found. And he grabs it with one-handed. And short center field. That's a third out for the Senators. As Mencher batting for Riddleberger. Pops to Michael. For Washington in the seventh. No runs on one hit. No Yankee errors and nobody left on base. At the end of seven full, the Yankees six, the Senators three. Did you know that you can cut moving costs by 50% or more with a U-Haul rental truck or trailer? Over six million families every year move with U-Haul because there's a size and a type that's just right for a one-room apartment or for the biggest house in town. And if you're moving out of town, you can rent it here and leave it with a dealer where you're going. U-Haul has low rates, insurance, guaranteed tires, and free road service, cargo insurance included on trucks and trailers. U-Haul has a free moving guide that's loaded with helpful hints for self-movers. So stop in for your free copy and make your moving job a lot easier. Beat the high cost of moving. Do it yourself with U-Haul. Skips Texaco, 151 Grand Street, Albany, Mayfair, Texaco, 261 Saratoga Road, Glenville, and Airways Rent-A-Car, 660 Albany, Shaker Road, airport exit at the Northway, or consult the yellow pages for the U-Haul dealer nearest you. Now looks like Casey Cox is going uh, to be the new pitcher for Washington. He will be the fourth pitcher on the mound for the Senators. Schellenbach uh, started. Lynn Blad came on, Denny Riddleberger, and Cox. Lynn Blad and Riddleberger, two left-handers. They got Mercer on. They came on and faced Bobby Mercer. Now Bobby will be the fourth hitter in this inning. Mel Stottlemyre will lead it off, the eighth. And Clark Torres and then Mercer. So Mercer will get to see a left-hander for the first time, a right-hander. He'll get to see a right-hander for the first time tonight. Bobby, let's see, so far is 0 for 2. He's bounced a short line to the first base, and he's walked twice. So, really, he needs a base hit. Yes, he does. This would be kind of a night if uh, Bobby had had a hot night, coming up five times, possibly six in the ballgame. But as we said, coming into the series, he had to get 7 for 12 to uh, beat out Oliva. Well, he needs a hit here at least to be, what, 2 for 6, and then uh, he'll have to depend on jumping on somebody tomorrow for 4 or 5. Uh, and there's a possibility that uh, if a right-hander would pitch, Ralph Alder just might lead off with lead him. Lead him off, yes. They've done it with Willie Mays. They've done it with other ball players who had a shot. And Dick Bosman is scheduled to pitch. He's a right-hander. He's pretty tough, though. Mm. Right now, though, it's Mel Sotomayor leading off for the Yankees as we go into the eighth. Mel and the Yankees have a 6-3 lead. You see, Bill, for some reason, um, Harry Walker did not pitch that kid against the Dodgers last night. He went with Wilson. With Wilson, Ward, right. Just a three-hitter. Strong game. Pitch to Solomire is a called strike. Mel's been up three times. He struck out twice. He's bounced to third. Cox, a new pitcher, is making his 54th appearance on the mound for Washington. 
curveballs cut on and miss. No balls and two strikes. Casey, a big, tall right-hander. He's won five games and lost seven. He has seven saves. Down low. A ball and two strikes on Stottlemyre. On deck, Oars Clark. Cox does not like the sign. Now he's ready. Over the head, pumps, deals. Outside. Two and two. Two balls and two strikes. Alfio shortens up for Mel. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Fastball is fouled straight back. Out of play. Still 2-2. Two two. Stottlemyre has 11 runs batted in with one home run. See, that's seven for his career, right? Seven career home runs. Fine athlete. Here's a 2-2 pitch to Mel. Curveball. Cut on and missed. Struck him out. One away in the eighth. Cox picks up his first strikeout, the first man he's faced, and here's Horace Clark. Clark's two for four with a run score. He struck out, single to center, bounced to third, and doubled to left field. He scored that run in the sixth. Runners at first and third. White had a chance to pick up his 18th sacrifice fly of the year. He bounced into a force out, got the run in. And Roy picked up his 84th RBI of the year. Clark bats left-handed now. Takes a fastball on the inside corner. A call strike. Here, the third baseman shortens up. Now Unser, the center fielder, moves toward left center. Howard straight away and left. 0-1 pitch. Line. Base hit. Right center field. Just over Ragland's head. Halt around first. He's going to try for two. The throw. The slide. He's out. Hey, that Burroughs has shown a fine arm. He threw that ball right on the bag, and the shortstop, Mason, put it on a sliding horse, Clark. That from nine to six, give Clark a single to right field. He's thrown out nine to six, and there are two outs now. Hulse is, uh, let's see, three for five, though, and that'll bring in Rusty Torres. Torres for the first time tonight will bat left-handed against Cox. Rusty's one for four. See what he does here against Casey Cox. Outfield plays him straight away. Inside a ball. They're going to try to keep the ball in on it. Rusty's bounced to short. He's single to left. Got on on an error and scored over running the fifth. And he's bounced to second. 1-0 pitch. Slow curve misses outside. Two balls and no strikes. Two outs, nobody on. We're in the eighth. The Yankees lead 6-3. Yankees with six runs on 11 hits. Washington 3-0 on nine. This is bounces short on one hop to Mason. Throws the first. They've got him. So with the Yankees in the eighth, no runs on one hit. No errors and nobody left on base. At the end of seven and a half... The New York Yankees, six. The Washington Senators, three. Here's a chance for baseball fans to get on one of the best deals of the season. Participating ARCO dealers will give you an order form to obtain 12 Major League Baseball stars for just $1. 12 big 8x10 autograph color photographs of your favorite Yankee players. You can also get Red Sox, Pirates, or Phillies players, plus their biographies, their averages, and other nitty-gritty information. 
Anybody who ever saved a favorite mitt or a lucky pair of spikes knows baseball memories are some of the best to look back on. And nothing is better than photographs of your heroes. Isn't it time you started your kid out with a collection of stars he cheers for? They're great for framing, perfect for putting a touch of baseball in a den or rumpus room. Kids love them in the bedroom, and years from now, it'll be fun finding them tucked away in the attic with the rest of your baseball memories. Drive down to your nearby Arco dealer and ask for your order forms. Your Red Sox, Yankee, Pirates, or Feliz photographs will be mailed directly to you. Center fielder Del Unser will lead off for Washington in the last of the eighth. Unser is one for three. He's fouled out to Anson at third. He's lined to Clark at second. And he's single to right field. He bats left-handed. Anson shortens up on him at third. So does Alou at first. First pitch is bounced toward shortstop. Michael after hurrying on the grass. Quick flip. Got him by a step. I believe Michael. Michael can throw off balance as well as any shortstop in the American League and make accurate throws. So Unser, a fast runner, is out by a step, six to three. And Toby Harrell will step in. Harris three for three. This young fella has been swinging the bat extremely well for Washington over the last few days. In this ball game, he's three for three, all singles. Scored two runs, and he's stolen a base. Stottlemyre deals to him. Gets the outside corner with a sidearm fastball. Hanson even with the bag at third base. Outfield straight away. So is the infield. Mel looking at it gives. Pumps and deals the 0-1 pitch. Misses outside. A slider one and one. Larry Bittner on deck. Yankees lead 6-3. We're in the last of the eighth. Here's a 1-1 pitch down to Hera. Sidearm fastball swung on and missed. One and two. That ball sunk. Now Hanson backs up at third. Harris stands away from the plate. He has to go in on the ball. Chokes up. One-two pitch. Sidearm fouled off. Sidearm curveball. Harris just got a piece of it. It was on the outside corner. He had to reach for it. Still a ball and two strikes. takes a long look at Gibbs now. Over the head. Down. Sidearm slider. Rod bounced right back at Sotomayor. He gloves it. Goes to a at first base and there are two outs. Sotomayor has taken control of this ball game after the third inning. Washington picked up two runs in the third to take a three to one lead. Yankees picked up four in the fifth and had another one in the sixth. They lead six three. Sotomayor has blanked the Senators since the third inning. Here's Bittner. He bats left-handed. Takes on the outside corner. Called strike. Bittner's one for three with an RBI, and he scored a run. Next pitch is down low. One and one. Two outs, nobody on. We're the last of the eighth. Fellas fly the left field. Bittner has. He's single. He's also bounced into a double play. They play him straight away. Here's a 1-1 pitch. Bounce right back to Salomar. He knocks it down. Grabs it. Throws to Alou. And that's it. For Larry Bittner. And that's it for the Senators. And the eighth, three men up. And three men down. They didn't get a ball out of the infield. And at the end of eight, the New York Yankees, six. 
the Washington Senators, three. Shaper has flavor that never fades. Have a couple of tall, frosty cold glasses and see for yourself. You'll find that first cold Shaper tastes great, but it's the second glass and the third that'll really make you a believer. They'll show you how Shaper stays consistently bright and rewarding glass after glass. And that's when you'll want to switch to Shaper. Bobby Mercer now will be the batter for the Yankees. Bobby, for the first time tonight, gets a chance to hit against a right-hander. Jim Schellenbach started. Paul Lindblad came on, and Denny Riddleberger, all left-handers. Now it's Casey Cox. Cox came on last inning. Mercer is 0 for 2. Spouns to short, line to the first baseman, and walked twice. Pitch to him, outside a ball. Well, Cox knows that... Uh, Bobby's trying to get this batting title, and he isn't going to give him much of anything good to hit. One old pitch now. Line drive, base hit, center field. Mercer, one for three, and he keeps his hopes alive. A four for four or a five for five tomorrow might do it. Bobby on at first base with his first base of the afternoon, of the evening. And Bobby now at 331. That'll bring in Roy White. White's added a couple of uh, put-outs tonight, so he now has uh, 307 without an error. Roy batting left-handed against Cox. Roy one for three with a run score. Mercer leads. Ball's down low. Roy singled and scored a run in the uh, second inning. He flied to center, walked, bounced into a four-shot, but drove in a run in the uh, sixth. Cox comes to the belt. Pitch to White. Driven down the right field line. It's curving foul. Just missed. Mercer all the way over third will have to go back. White all the way down the first baseline will come back. That ball hooked at the last moment. Missed the foul line down right field by about two feet. Jim Odom, an umpire, hustling all the way down there. Had a good look at it. Waved the ball foul. Mercer just getting back to first. Yankees lead 6-3. We're in the last top of the night. Last inning. White chokes up just a little bit on a U1. That's a thick handle bat. It's Cox checks him. Sets. Deals a 1-1 pitch. Bounces short. Over as Mason goes a second for one. Throw back to first. Won't be in time. Mason shows a lot of range uh, for a young fellow, Phil Rizzuto. He sure does. Uh, he got over there in a hurry because he was playing uh, Roy White over near the bag. And that kid Ranglin turned that ball over real well. So with one out, White at first, and Philippe Alou steps in. Alou is two for four, with two runs batted in. Philippe drove those two runs back in the uh, fifth with a single. Alou batting right-handed against Cox. White leads from first. Pitch to Alou, almost hits him inside. 
So it looks like uh, if Solomire gets the uh, Senators out here in the ninth, Mercer will be one for three. And he'll still be, oh, five and some percentage points behind Tony Oliva. Cox stretches. Pitch to a loop. Loop to right field. After it is Burroughs. He's not going to get it. White will stop at second base. And Felipe now picks up his third base hit. And this is the New York Yankee Baseball Network. Let's pause for station identification. This is WGY, Radio 81, Schenectady, New York. So Felipe Alou with his third base hit. He's three for five tonight, and Ron Hatson steps in. Three for five with two RBIs. Hanson has a run batted in. He is one for four. Alou now hitting 286, so he's gained three points. Felipe also has 69 runs batted in. White leads from second, Alou from first. We're in the ninth. Yankees have the lead, 6-3. Cox comes to the belt, sets, deals, inside. Fastball. Bittner is at first for Washington. Ragland at second. Mason at short. Kara down at third. 1-0 pitch to Hanson. Bounce to short. This might be two. Mason will take it himself. Touches second for one. Back to first. Double play. Hanson bounces into a double play. 6-6-3. Six, six and that's it for the Yankees in the ninth inning. No run. Two hits. No errors. The man left on base. At the end of eight and a half, the New York Yankees, six. The Washington Senators, three. One of the nice things about owning a car is that you can travel whenever you get the urge. To the beach, the mountains, or just to the store for the daily necessities. Wherever you drive, you'll be burning gasoline. And you may be burning more than you should. One reason is that your carburetor may not be clean enough. There may be deposits that can cause your car to waste gas and cost you mileage. If this seems to be happening to you, in other words, if you're not satisfied with the performance you're getting, then you should know about Arco Supreme Gasoline. Arco Supreme helps keep deposits from clogging the air passages of your engine. Deposits that can cause your car to waste gasoline and cause you, of course, lose mileage. So if you think you're not getting the mileage you should... Try a tank full of Arco Supreme. You'll find Arco Supreme gasoline at any Arco station. Now, you may not get that much more mileage on it, but sometimes a little more is enough. Well, Hondo, Frank Howard will lead off for Washington in the last of the night. Howard is two for three with two runs batted in. Single to left and drove in a run in the first inning. Did the same thing in the third. Bounces the first baseman in the sixth. And he gets quite a hand. He gets a standing ovation here. Howard, one of the few Washington players quoted in the papers, and Frank has said that uh, he would stay here. He wants to stay here. They should keep the team here. He came up with several suggestions as to what he would do if he had this ball club. First pitch to Howard's outside of ball. Now some fans are around here with a banner. What's that banner say? Oh, fans running around with a banner that says San Diego Padres. So that's uh, part of the cheering. Howard takes too low. Some 
kids over on our left are trying to tear the stadium down. They don't want anybody to come here. Hit in the air to center field. Mercer's after it. He calls White off. Under it and has it for the first out. So Howard flies to Mercer in center field for the first out of the night. And Jeff Burrows is the hitter. Young right fielder is 0 for 3. He struck out, flies to left, and flies to right field. That's right handed. The fans standing up on the right side behind the senator dugout, the San Diego Padres, Padres banner. Stalemire misses outside to Burroughs. Melnott's agreement likes the sign. 1 0 pitch. And on the ground, a shortstop. Michael takes a long hop. He goes to a Lou at first, and there are two outs. That's the 12th put out for the 12th ball it's been hit on the ground against Sotomayor he's as I said he's controlled this ball game since the fourth inning he has blanked Washington ever since the third and he has two outs he's a man away Bill Faye the catcher 0 for 3 he bats left hand lines one foul on the left side that'll be out of play Faye is bounces short bounces second he slides to right field Yankees lead 6-3. Washington has been tough on the Yankees all year. They've won. This ball's line fouled again on the right side. The Senators have beaten the Yankees 11 of 16 ball games. Here's the 0-2 pitch now. High. 1-2. Too high. Stoudemire is looking for his 23rd victory. A lifetime against Washington. And his 128th career win overall. Now it's 1-127 and lost 98. One pitch away now. The 1-2 pitch to Page. Bounce right back to Stoudemire. This should be it. Now goes to Alou. And that's it. On a comebacker. No runs. No hits. No errors. And no men left on base in the ninth for Washington. The New York Yankees win this ball game, six to three, and they did it uh, on uh, six runs on 13 hits and two errors. Washington three runs on nine hits and one error. The winner, Sotomayor, here in the background. Saw Mel has won 16 games and lost 12. The loser, the left-hander, Frank Schellenbach, who is now three and 11. So the Yankees break that Schellenbach jinx. And let's see, they go now uh, three and three against the left-hander. Schellenbach has won three ball games all against the Yankees. So he may be in trouble next year if he can't beat the Yankees. He ends up three and three if Mel Stolomar wins his 16th. So the Yankees win this ball game down in Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium in Washington, D.C. I'm Bill White, along with Frank Messer and Phil Rizzuto, for our broadcast coordinator, Bill Kane, our engineer, Frank Steele, saying so long from Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Stadium. Final score once again, the New York Yankees 6, the Washington Senators 3.